0: This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald.
1: I'm Ramia Amadin and this is Kelly and Ramia. Having a fun time as always on the Thursday edition of Kelly and Company and you know Thursdays are I can be pretty serious, but you know, if I'm going to give you some hints about the roundtable hint, uh, I'm trying to keep it light. Okay, Brock, this is for your benefit, because in no way are you going to get the roundtable content here today until it's actual roundtable time. The curse will not set in today, and I will run the the roundtable. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Kelly puts me here on a random Thursday just to see if the roundtable will go through or not, but don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> It's happening, notice that like he was here all week. He's even here tomorrow without me, but it's me who got to take over, but anyway, the round yeah. table is gonna be fun, okay. I think you guys will really enjoy the uh subject matters and I'm doing what I'm doing is speaking of routine, I'm trying to give you all the teasers like Kelly gives me when he's running the round table, and hopefully that will send the vibes out
0: into the universe Run his uh his offline work is just conveniently placed on roundtable days
1: that- <laughs> exactly Um, there's just just work better for everybody huh okay so let's uh let's get to our uk highlights we do this every other week with our friend fern lullum
2: what's on your mind i'm fern lullum from the uk and whether serious silly or somewhere in between i've got you covered let's face it the most effective therapy is a chat with your bestie Fern,
1: Brock and I are very, very excited about today's conversation. It's like a super heads up and a total, you know, couple months prep uh, for the International Day of Persons with Disabilities. And that's annually recognized on December 3rd, which means we have several months to get ourselves started and spread the news
2: we do indeed and it's very unlike me to be so organized and on the ball <laughs> so this is a rare occasion and mm. i'm bringing it back for the thursdays don't be knocking thursdays too much by the way guys the thursday is my we day love so that's, we that's love thursdays we love a thursday the Absolutely. first hour at least
1: and most of the <laughs> yeah, second hour and yes. then it comes around table and then we're like oh oh <laughs> <laughs>
2: So let me tell you, before we get to that amazing part of the show, which we're all yep. looking forward to so much, um, I thought now would be a good time to talk about this, the uh, the Day of Persons with Disabilities, because I think it's a day which will be well worth putting in your calendar, um, as you mentioned there, Ramya, December the 3rd, and maybe organising an event to raise awareness of disability, because who doesn't want to do that?
1: Absolutely nobody. Everybody wants to do that. So let's talk about this worthwhile occasion. Fill us in on the details.
2: Yes, so it was launched by the United Nations in 1992, and it forms an important part of their, um, their vision of leaving no one behind. That's a good vision, if you ask me. And I think the day gives an important opportunity to constructively raise awareness of the barriers that we still face when it comes to achieving equality, because they're still out there, aren't they?
0: They yeah. are, indeed. Do, does each year have a different theme than Fern?
2: Yes, it does. So, for example, back in 2007, the theme was decent work for people with disabilities. This aimed to show the value of disabled people in the workplace and that we are very capable of holding responsible positions, or at least some of us are.
1: <laughs> some of us are. Not naming some any names. Extra training, maybe? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so what's the theme <laughs> for this
2: year, Fern? Well, it's not all disabilities are visible, particularly to us, because none of the disabilities are visual if you can't see. Um, (laughs) But this is all about raising awareness of conditions like autism and dyslexia and how best to support people who have those conditions.
0: And it's always good to uh, talk about equality and messaging, isn't it?
2: Definitely. It it certainly is. And removing the barriers faced by disabled people helps to unleash their potential, as we know, and that benefits society as a whole. So getting that message across, I think, will always be really important.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, all aspects of disability, but particularly this part if we're focusing on it. How might people mark the International Day of Persons with Disabilities?
2: Well, I think there are lots of ways to do it, but one way would be to hold a Disability Awareness Day at work.
0: Nice. Okay, so do tell us a little bit more about how that might work.
2: Yeah, well, so an example might be a local disability charity going to workplaces to give talks about living with disability and what it's like. And depending on the type of service that the workplace provides, they might be able to comment on the accessibility of the service, so how accessible they are to the general population, Mm. or even how accessible the room that they're being asked to talk in is to the... Because that would be ironic, would not it, if they put them in a room that just isn't accessible.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, I think that as people (laughs) prep for this day, uh, well intentions, all good and well, um, you might start to understand, oh, do we lack and do we need to start thinking about these other things in order to host an accessible event? Mm. Um, There's plenty else that they might talk about as well.
2: Absolutely. I mean, they could talk about accessible recruitment and the benefits of employing disabled people because, you know, that's so important and it's clearly still not happening as much as it needs to.
0: Yes. And of course, we're not just talking about uh, this kind of thing limited to workplaces, are we, Fern?
2: No, not at all. So local community organizations could organize face-to-face events or webinars led by disabled people. And that would raise awareness of disability and educate people about what they can do to improve inclusion and how to normalize disability.
1: And do you have any thoughts on the kinds of things that could be covered at events like this?
2: Well, I think some of the most useful things are actually really basic and simple. I found through doing things like this similar um, in the past that simply explaining that although we might have physical differences, we are emotionally very similar, that alone can be really powerful. You know, we, we as, as you will both know, we all have the same hopes and dreams and fears mm-hmm. as non-disabled people. And if you can hit on that, it's really relatable to everyone, whoever you are, disabled or not.
0: Mm -hmm. Fern, it seems so obvious to explain things and that would help, but can you kind of expand on why you think explaining things like this helps?
2: Well, I think it's because disabled people can sometimes be seen almost as alien. You know, I'm not disabled, therefore you are not like me at all. I can't see any similarities. And people do often, unfortunately, tend to see differences rather than similarities and weaknesses rather than strengths. So I think the special International Day just gives us that opportunity to work with non-disabled people to improve that understanding and build that connection.
1: Yeah, it puts us in a mindset as the the people with disabilities um, as well to think, hmm, how can I represent myself here? How can I take part in a mm. productive conversation on this day and not just to, uh, take this opportunity to say, yeah, the able-bodied world sucks and we're never getting our way. You know, th- we don't mm. want that to be the bottom no. message. No. Uh, yeah, like we're, we're thinking of talking constructively together because that's important.
2: I'd say it's absolutely vital and I couldn't agree more with what you just said, Ramya, there. In fact, my suggestion for next year's theme would be education over confrontation, which you won't be surprised if you've heard me before. That's all I bang on about ever. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, (laughs) that's certainly a firm fundamental. What else can be included (laughs) in events such as these?
2: Well, I think explaining how technology is helpful for disabled people to become independent and do things that they might not able, you know, be able to, to, to do, uh, might not even be possible to do in the past, that's really important. And I think a related point to that is encouraging others to ask what we can do and what we can't do, rather than just assuming it. I think we've all been in that position. Yep,
1: all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Especially with technology, because technology keeps getting bigger and better. And uh, we want people to know that that benefits us humongously. And it's pretty clear based on just this laundry list of things we've discussed thus far, that there's no shortage of um, discussion points. What about other ideas to mark the day?
2: Well, I think it is really important that disability awareness starts at a really early age because I don't know about you, you two, but I think if children grow up with good awareness, um, then they have a far better chance of normalizing disability. It, you know, in adulthood, they're just mm. used to it. So disability related events at school seem like a really good idea because then you're learning young and then you grow up with it and it's just part of your life.
0: And and we often talk about things like this, uh, being involved in, in the school System and we hope that events like this can just become part of a regular feature at schools.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. I think if we are to normalize disability, we do have to normalize it by talking about it from a really early age.
1: Yeah, uh, that's definitely important. These are all really good ideas, but kind of, um, Expanding a little more, do you think that society as a whole shows enough interest in disability to make this day, the International Day of Persons with Disabilities, worthwhile
2: for us? Oh, that's a really good question. All I can say for sure is that I think there are plenty of reasons why people should be very interested in it. And one um, is that around 15% of the global population has some form of disability. And Mm -hmm. paired with that, most disabled people acquire their disability after birth. So it can literally happen to anyone at any time. You know, there's no saying this will never happen to me because you can never be 100% sure of that.
0: And many people just simply are not aware of that exact fact that disabilities Mm -hmm. can affect them and be around them, and it's closer to them than they may think it is.
2: Exactly. And apart from that, accessibility and inclusion has big benefits for everyone. For example, it enables us to spend our money on goods and services, which in turn benefits the economy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. We want. To, we say this all the time on our show and all over the network. We want to give our money to you. If the yeah. stuff is accessible, we really do want to be part of society and you know be part of the, the transactions of society as well. Yeah, we and, got money. We do. We have so much money. Oh, wait. No, we don't have that much money. Anyway. <laughs> Some of us do. <laughs> Some of us. So apart from holding events, um, have any other ways of marking the event been used?
2: Yes, back in 2020 Scope, which is a major UK disability charity, used their website to showcase blogs written by disabled people about their lives, and naturally the internet opens up so many possibilities for raising awareness. I think it would be great to see organisations not normally associated with disability using their platform to support this day as well.
0: Yes, I agree 100%. What are your hopes for the International Day for people with disabilities in 2022.
2: Well, I'm talking about it now because I think the longer we have to prepare, the more successful the day will be. I guess my main hope is that lots of thought will go into encouraging um, and engaging non-disabled people in this day like I've been talking about. And I think that that's the way of making real change because we all already know, you know, if you talk to other disabled people, we're all living this life. So we really need to reach out to the others and try and help them understand better and any ideas on how we can get that started well i'd like to see governments encouraging employers schools and local communities um and you know to hold events um and to to bring leaders into those events to mark that day now i'm not sure how likely that is to happen if i'm you know being really honest so i think disabled charities and our community generally needs to publicize this day as much as possible and offer support and events and i hope it can bring lasting change because disability is not just for disability day, you know, Mm disabilities for life, not just for Christmas, most of the time.
1: Right, exactly. And honestly, (laughs) it's true. There's so many um, people that this year, it will be the first time they've ever heard about this day. So we need to do Mm -hmm. our part in sharing that awareness and having people listen to some of these really important conversations and ideas. Thanks, Fern. For sure. If you've never heard of it before, you're welcome. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate your time. We'll talk to you uh in two weeks. Thursday, best day ever. Have a great show, guys. Enjoy the round table. Thank you. Fern Lullum giving us her blessing for the round table and joining us for the UK Disability Highlight segment that's every other Thursday on Kelly and Company. After the break, we're checking in about blind hockey in Canada. The Canadian national blind hockey team announced their 2022 2023 roster, and we're gonna learn more about it with Luca Damantis after the break.